0: Gifting books is a very personal type of I gift. Agree. Yeah. You know, like you really have to know something about the person you are gifting a book to, but you also have to know something about the book that you are gifting. It doesn't have to be like you read it, but you at least have a, you know, a concept or an understanding of what it's about. And I think in order yeah. to do that, you yourself, you know, have to kind of be curious about a lot of different types of books and, you know, willing to have an open mind.
1: Hi everyone. Welcome back to Bookish. I'm Laura. I'm Kofi. And I'm Sylvia. So this is our December episode. And so since it is the end of the year, we thought we would maybe kind of look back on our episodes from this year, calendar year, and talk about maybe our favorite moments or favorite episodes, some of our favorite reads. And then maybe talk a little bit about this idea of, you know, during the holidays, those of you who are thinking about gifting books, how do we feel about gifting books? And how do we gift books? That's been on my mind. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. So you guys, we recorded a lot of episodes this year, and I couldn't remember them all. So I had to look back at our Facebook page and kind of refresh your memory. So what do you think? Your favorite episode or maybe favorite read from some of those episodes that come to mind?
2: Hmm. I think I would say Skinship was in there as well as the other Black girl. I think the other Black girl was our first one that had guests and it was a bit more dynamic. And I think that was a good one. And I think we should do more of that, actually bring people oh, in yeah, who like are that. knowledgeable and you know be a part of this sort of club of you know casual intellectuals
0: and everything
1: casual <laughs> intellectuals I like that
0: casual pseudo intellectuals I was like
2: yeah I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to use the word pseudo I wasn't going to do that you are look at all those books behind you you know you can't be pseudo with all those books but yeah, I, I think The Other Black Girl, because of you know, the dynamics of the actual episode, I think that was one of my favorite ones, you know, and Skinship, and the, because of this discussion and what we talked about. How about you, Sylvia?
0: Yeah, for me, I guess my favorite, most memorable read of the, the 2022 calendar year was Skinship, which is, I think, one of the first books we read in January and we recorded on. I thought it was such a remarkable book of short stories. And, you know, I had never read anything quite so specifically for me. (laughs) It was a little unnerving Mm -hmm. at times, but Mm -hmm. it was just so well done. And then I also really enjoyed the discussion, like you said, The Other Black Girl with Jenny and Faye. And then I think probably our most, like, I don't know if it's like the easiest one, but definitely the easiest, fastest read that we had was The Crumley. Oh, yeah. book. Yeah, which was a totally different, it was a departure in genre for us. But yeah, those are definitely easily of 2022. My favorite books mm-hmm. were Skinship. My favorite discussion was Other Black Girl. And the easiest kind of most like fun, I guess, like dynamic read was the Crumbly book for sure. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. are, are pretty memorable. They stand out for me.
1: Mm-hmm. How about you, Laura? For me, um, and I'm not saying that because it's the latest one, but I really enjoyed our talk about Edward P. Jones' story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so much of it has to do with, you know, we were looking at really discussing such a short story, right? I don't know, it's only a, literally a few pages. And I couldn't believe how quickly the time flew in talking about just mm-hmm. those few pages. And I love like kind of zeroing on just words, right? Or little short phrases that were significant. So I love that discussion so much. And it's the kind of story that I feel like everybody can relate to, right? In terms of like content, but also this idea of first day of school and things like that. Or, you know, family and mothers. It's just a really beautiful story. And the discussion was so engaging. And the other one I liked was I remembered our failed summer readings episode. It was so fun because there was a lot of failure. (laughs) And that's two summers in a row. I think that we, where the coming back episode was about how we failed, which is really great, really fun. We don't get a lot of you know opportunities to enjoy failure or failing to do these things that we committed to doing. So I enjoyed. That was just like a really fun episode to do too. But yeah, and in terms of the read, I'd have to agree. I think uh, skinship, just personally, it was just a really a great book and to start the year off with. Like I was actually looking back at my Instagram post and that was the I actually started the year with Bell Hooks and then All About Love. And then I read Skid oh, Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes. And
1: so that was really a good read too. Yeah. No, so no in I'm other good. words, people should watch all the
0: episodes because I think we talked about every <laughs> episode just now. So
1: and should definitely reach kinship yes definitely yes yeah
2: <laughs> yes i agree with that and crumley if you want a, a fun read crumley's pretty fun to read
1: yeah and you know Cheer what it in. is i these days like where i feel like i'm so busy trying to keep up with the new books like what's new what's everybody reading that's new and i want to keep up with that that we don't I don't often read books, that, like older books, like books that were published decades ago. And so that was kind of fun too. kind of reading a book from a different era, talking about a yeah. different era. It kind of like took me to a different time and different place and completely different culture too, right? So yeah, that was different reading experience. I enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, I think this is one of the things that this book club has done, at least for me, that is, is get me to read things that I normally wouldn't. Read. And sometimes I still don't read it. <laughs> but I, I actually try to read a lot of the things that we recommend. And I think some of the summer fails are mostly those books that I think I want to read. And then I get like five pages in, I realize I don't want to read this. But yeah, you know, and it's a weird segue. But, you know, I, I am interested in this discussion about gifting books because. I sometimes wonder, do I know how to gift a book? <laughs> because I don't know how, because I because I was reading something over the weekend. I thought, oh, Angie would love this. And she mm. didn't. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Angie's mine. <my lover. laughs> um, and so, you know, I just, I'm like, I don't know how to gift a book. So I'm interested to hear the formula for gifting books.
1: Um, I am quite good at gifting books. Okay, talk about that. Tell, tell us more, Sylvia. Okay, so I feel like
0: gift giving is an art that I'm generally not great at because you have to, <laughs> I feel like remember, good gift givers, I feel like remember like details or little interests or needs that the people around you might kind of talk about here and there and you just have to pick them up and file them away in you know, some mental Excel spreadsheet, Laura. <laughs> Yes, spreadsheets of gifts. I do not, but I should keep an Excel spreadsheet of things people say. You know what I need, or you know things that they tend to like. So, for example, you know my husband, he loves watches, right? And so, I missed a prime gift-giving opportunity because he has all these watches, but nowhere to put his watches, and so he needed one of those hanging, like watch rack I guess is what you call it yeah 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 so I was like that would have been a great like simple little gift but books I feel like operate in a very similar way so you know and I feel like that's why I'm better at giving books as gifts because I can remember people's interests better in terms of like conceptual or you know ideas that they're interested in or you know things like that so as an example I was giving some I give books to my like nephews um, and nieces as gifts and things like that. So what I try to do is find books that I think will resonate with some of the questions they may be asking of themselves, right? Like identity formation type of questions. So like my niece, I gave her this book series cause she, you know, is a little Asian girl, Asian American girl, and she's got a very fierce personality, you know? And so I gifted her this book series about this, elementary school aged Asian American girl who runs for class president, you know? And I was like, this is a very specific like niche. This would be perfect for her. But for other people in my life, like, you know, my, like my husband, he doesn't really read a whole lot on leisurely and the things he does read will be very like focused in nature. But I did realize he loves, you know, like wilderness tales, I guess. And so I thought he would like, you know, someone like, what's his name? Is it John Updike? Jack I can't London. even remember. Mm-hmm. Jack, Jack London, London. Thank you. Jack London. You know, I, I knew he would like Jack London style and his his writing, you know, subject. And then, you know, I did gift my brother um, Bell Hooks' All About Love since I, I also started this year reading that uh, I had a love theme in my reading. But I also realized, mm-hmm. you know, I think he reads a lot of heavy literature. Maybe he could use some like, you know, uplifting <laughs> more positive literature. And so I feel like these are the things that, that have come about out of like conversations with people or things I know that they might, you know, especially enjoy given where they're at, just in terms of their thinking or their own process of discovery. So that's kind of how I I do it with book giving. And it's not revolutionary, I don't think, but you know, I find that it, it usually works. I usually get fe- like good feedback. Like I really enjoy that. I don't usually like reading, like I don't usually like reading books or something, but I really enjoyed what you gave me. And I try to find things depending mm-hmm. on the reader that are really accessible and easy to read yeah. that won't be super challenging. And so like my brother-in-law, I got him a book. I got him crack hours into the wild because he went through this phase of like wanting to travel. Yeah, so that's kind of my, my approach.
1: And if you mm-hmm. hear my dog in the background, I apologize. I forgot to <laughs> walk around. Before we started recording. She's, she's so. looking at something in through the window. She mm-hmm. likes to contemplate out the window a lot. Oh, so.
0: <laughs> She thinks about her life choices as she's looking at window.
1: I feel like it's really hard to gift books to adults. <laughs> but so when I do gift books, it's generally for like, you know, kids, like my own kids, or my nieces and nephews, or my friends kids. And I do really enjoy like going on googling kind of like, what are the top books of the year, you know, children's books, or YA books, or if you go into like, you know, Amazon, for example, they have like teachers picks or editors picks, and I do like looking mm-hmm. at those. So this year, I just, you know, I'm just so tired of toys. I can't like, I cannot buy one more toy for, for kids anymore. Not this year. So I decided to, for example, so I'm put, I put together like a little basket for my friend's family. They're a family of four and they're like, the kids are in like middle school and elementary school. So I'm making like a little tote bag with like, I found these socks that, that says, please do not disturb, I'm reading or something so that everybody <laughs> can wear one. And with like a little blanket and I picked out four books I have a copy of Calvin and Hobbes and a copy of World of Wonders in Praise of Fireflies, Whale Sharks and Other Astonishments. Mm-hmm. By, I can't say her last name, and I try a couple times, and I know I'm going to butcher it, so I won't say the name. <laughs> do you know how to say on my,
0: it's on my Instagram. Oh. I posted about it like, on my Instagram. There you go. Yeah, um, and yeah. it's like
1: a collection of essays, right, meditations on family and nature, and it's beautiful. So I thought my friend would enjoy that. And then I have a copy of how we get, got to now, Six Innovations That Made the Modern World, Six Innovations. And it's like a book that has like a TV show and podcast, I think, or something. And it just talks about, you know, it's nonfiction. And selected so like that books that I thought they could enjoy, like in small chunks, right? It's not like a novel, or I don't know. And then another book called *The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse*. I think mm. I, Sylvia, I gifted you one, a copy. You um, did. Just yeah. Like, like a little cute little inspirational little messages. So I kind of like imagine the family sitting together <laughs> under the blanket, wearing their socks. Hopefully they'll like it. Well, so that that's was kind of fun for me to good, put together. Like, packaged, yeah,
0: that's like a good like yeah. packaged gift. And I think, and mm-hmm. I, th- I like the approach of doing like short chunks that they could read, yeah. you know. So like that's kind of another thing that I also do is like I'll often gift short story or short essay collections mm-hmm. because for that same reason, unless I know the person will like, you know, a longer form, but but I think even in your selections, like you have chosen things that seem to reflect something of the reader that you know. Like it's a person you know that's why I think gifting books is a very personal type of gift. You know, like you really have to know something about the person you are gifting a book to, but you also have to know something about the book that you are gifting. It doesn't have to be like you read it, but you at least have a you know a concept or an understanding of what it's about. And I think in order to do that, you yourself, you know, have to kind of be curious about a lot of different types of books and, you know, willing to have an open mind. And I think this kind of goes back to our former episode where we talked about, like, how do you find what to read next? Mm -hmm. And so essentially you're doing that. Sounds like you're doing that for, you know, the people in your life. So I think... You know, right? you, you kind right. of do have to have like an understanding of different genres, like different topics, at least to know where yeah. even to pick up this book to gift to your friend who might have, yeah. you know, a yeah. very specific preference.
1: Yeah. And I asked my own kids what they enjoyed reading. And then I'm sending that that to my friend's kids <laughs> for Christmas present or my niece and nephew. They may be a little disappointed, but they're getting Tote bags with books in it, not toys this year. (laughs) So sorry, Harper and Carter. Are they readers? Are they readers or? I mean, if they are my niece and nephew, they better be. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I will say that you ladies are very good at gifting books and I am not. Because uh, (laughs) you you sound very conscientious and thoughtful. And I'm normally those things for myself. (laughs) And so, so, um, you know, I I mean, the people I know, I don't know if I could gift them a book because I'm never really sure if my taste is Mm. their taste, you know? So, like, I know a lot of people who like romance novels, which I don't read a lot of those. So I don't know what would be a good romance novel because I, I don't need a romance novel in my life. But you know, if I were asking, do you like thrillers or stuff?" And people have a very I have an eclectic taste, but there are certain things I don't like. And I can imagine like the only person I have is Angie and my daughter and my son occasionally. and then everyone else, you know, I don't know if they're readers or not, but they seem like non-readers. I got a lot of non-readers mm. in my life. So I can recommend <laughs> some books on tape or as they call audio books, maybe, because they'll listen to stuff, but they're not really gonna sit down and do the the heavy reading or anything mm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I have recommended audio books before and that seemed to go well, but you know, an actual book book where you have to sit down and actually do the reading. Yeah, the only person I use is Angie. And, and she'll tell me <laughs> no, or yeah, I like that book. And so that's, that's, that's it. I have no friends I want to give books to. I guess that's the bottom line.
1: <laughs> Why don't you get me a I book? Don't. I'll read it. Here's the, thing, here's the thing.
0: I
2: don't know, even even though I, I have a lot of you who I care about and, and feel like I know, I wouldn't know what kind of book to get you, lady I really wouldn't. <laughs> well, I,
0: I, I, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I will say that, okay, one, I never buy books for like the avid readers in my life, because I chances are great that they probably have already read what I'm about to gift them. But two, it's not so much about like catering to what the other person would read, but maybe like the idea of what they might be interested in. It's It's my way of opening them up to other types of like books. So, like my brother, I will sometimes gift him books mm-hmm. of poetry that I know he wouldn't otherwise maybe find himself, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to find, like help. And then so I'm very careful about what I select because I know it won't lose his interest, but also at the same time, like, you know, keep him engaged in this genre. So, like, even your friends who are into romance novels, you know, the bodice, the real bodice rippers, you know, as they call them, <laughs> but like, you know, maybe you're not getting that for them, but you know, <laughs> I know. Kobe's like, oh, maybe like I, none of it, that. But I think maybe they would enjoy like a like a Disha Filias, you know, Secret Lives of Church Ladies, which kind of includes some of the romance themes, but in a like literary high form. So we talked about that book too, how it mixes both sensibilities in a way. But yeah, that's yeah,
2: I, I mean, yeah, some of them I I think work. But like if I'm sitting down, if I'm going through Amazon and I'm looking at books or if I'm at Barnes and Nobles, I don't know if I could go with, you know who will love this? Sylvia. <laughs> Sylvia would love this book. <laughs> you know, it's about cats and, and squirrels. <laughs> she seems like a cat and squirrel person. Like, you know, I, I I don't have that. I don't I don't know. I think you would if I recommended a book, you would probably read it. But I think that's more yes. out of friendship than out of some sheer knowledge of my. You know,
0: <laughs> well, I trust but your yeah. taste, and that's that's another that's another. Well, I'm going to get you but a maybe... nice theory
2: book, <laughs> and I'm going to get okay. uh, you a
0: book on philosophy,
2: and get Sylvia. <laughs> don't a don't, book.
0: don't get me culture and conformity, please. Don't get me culture and conformity. I I don't need I don't need. <laughs> so yes, you do.
2: <laughs> yes, you do. You need to conform. <laughs>
0: you're saying that because i wore a black turtleneck today isn't that, isn't
2: that- exactly. <laughs> i should get you some beat poetry
0: <laughs>
1: no so, I think- all you need is a I tam think- <laughs> oh god oh, no. i think that just right sums up how it's actually very difficult to gift a book You know, unless you're doing sort of like, oh, here's a copy of the number one New York Times bestseller for, you know, for your enjoyment, which that that happened. I guess that's easier. But in terms of like really thinking about what can I get for this person? And maybe this is why I don't get a lot of book gifts. I don't like people don't give me Mm -hmm. books as gifts. Right. And maybe it goes along with what you're saying, Sylvia, about how you don't give books to maybe avid readers, so that's really interesting. And the other thing I thought about too was in terms of gifting books to children, like other people's children, I have to also think about what their parents would be allowing them to read or not read, right? I'm pretty liberal with what my kids read, but, you know, some parents have certain like maybe restrictions about content or types of books or, you know, issues or things like that, so I guess I have to think about you know, that if you're gifting books to, you know, for the children in your lives or even teenagers. So that's something to think about too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it sounds like gifting books is really hard.
0: (laughs) I guess you're right. I guess you're it is. It is pretty hard. I like to be a little bit subversive in my book. (laughs) (laughs) Just just a little bit, you know, because isn't that what books are like they're meant to let the nudge challenge a bit as well. That's why so many regimes come in and do big, huge book burnings, right? Because their ideas can be very radical in some ways, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's what I kind of, I don't know. I, I enjoy Like I recently gifted a book to my uncle who I'm not super close with, but he does like to read and he likes to read about like, you know, Asian topics and, for him i actually gifted waiting the the graphic novel by a korean artist and i thought he would just really enjoy that because it takes place during a time period that he is familiar with you know he was born shortly around the time of the korean war so i think i thought he would really enjoy the the themes in that book and I don't know what happens to these books after I gift them, you know, in in a lot of cases. In a lot of cases, people give me feedback, but I think judging by the fact that during his birthday dinner, he was like reading it, (laughs) like he was really reading it. So I I was like, oh, that's, I think that's a good sign, you know, and he would, I mean, this is not a person who would pick up a graphic novel on his own ever, you know? So, you know, I just, I really like the idea of, you know, presenting something new to somebody, you know, that they might, um. That they might encounter, like a new experience, a new interesting experience. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, yes, gift giving. Good luck. Good luck with the books this year. (laughs) Let let us know how your friend likes it. Yeah, yeah, if any of my friends
2: are watching this, I'm not getting you anything. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, looking ahead to our next episode in 2023 or close to 2023, we will be reading a novel called The Magician by an author named Colm Bin. He is a friend to Howard County. Howard County Poetry and Literature Society has hosted him at their annual Irish evening several times, I think. A gifted Mm -hmm. writer and a well-recognized writer. So he wrote this novel called The Magician, and he will be here in Howard County on February 18th as part of the 45th annual Irish Evening. And so we're going to be featuring his book in our next episode. So please read along with us and join us for that conversation. Koltoybin Toybin will be joined by the renowned journalist Maureen Dowd this year in this sort of journalism meets literature event, which will be held at Howard Community College on February 18th. So join us both for our next episode of Bookish, where we're reading The Magician by Koltoybin Toybin and February 18th for our 45th annual Irish evening hosted by Hoko Pulitzer. And as always, you can catch us Online at dragondigitalradio.podbean.com and on Facebook at bookish. And I think I may have gotten that right. Our, I our think you <laughs> have. first Always time to today. Oh, today. Oh, and on YouTube yeah. as well on the Howard Community College channel. And um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in and hope that you have a good season of gift giving of books and catch up <laughs> on our favorite episodes if you haven't. Please do. Happy holidays. Right. See you, everyone. Happy,
2: Happy holidays. holidays. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.